0: Spring is in the air. At least it is when we're originally posting this episode, and there's nothing like a bike ride to give you spring fever. I think Woody Smith would agree. He's the president and owner of Richardson Bike Mart, and he has a passion for cycling. I'm Tiffany Norris, and you're listening to This is Richardson, a podcast that tells the stories of the people and places of Richardson, Texas. And I have to say, I learned so much in this interview, both about cycling and about Richardson. My husband and I have this ongoing debate about whether it's okay to ride bikes on the sidewalk. So on the sidewalk versus on the road, where do you stand? What are the, the rules on that?
1: Well, as a parent, uh-huh. absolutely. Uh-huh. How the Texas law is written, 12 and under uh-huh. are allowed to ride the sidewalk. Okay. Adults are technically not allowed to ride the sidewalks. Ooh. However, I've asked Richardson, uh, the police, mm-hmm. uh, their bike patrol cops, do you ever give tickets for somebody riding. No, we don't. Hmm. He goes, that's a silly law. And it's like spitting on the sidewalk law. Nobody, Nobody's going to enforce it. Nobody's going to... So teenagers, 13 mm-hmm. and above, are allowed to ride on the street. The 12 and below that are recommended to ride on the sidewalk,
0: Okay. is
1: is how the Texas law is written. But as a parent, as an adult, ride on the sidewalk as much as you can if mm-hmm. you don't feel safe. Okay. Now, Richardson, thankfully, I think, I want to say there's seven miles of bike lanes in wow. Richardson. So. Uh, that go up and down Independence around UTD, uh, down Custer, down Floyd, uh, Glenville has some. Yale, I think maybe Yale Boulevard has some uh, some um, bike lanes. and so those are lanes that you have a you have the whole lane. Mm-hmm. and so those you can feel like you're on a sidewalk, but you don't have the, the bumps and the getting off and all that intersections. So I would recommend those too.
0: All right. Well, if you could just tell me a little bit about how um, the business got started in Richardson and sort of your history, y'all are celebrating over 50 years, right?
1: Yes, ma'am. So in 1962, uh, Byte Mart was born. It was called Mike Hall Byte Mart. Mike Hall uh, owned, he's still still with us, he's still alive, and he um, owned four stores in the Dallas area. The Richardson location, he did not own, and uh, he owned all the other locations, the, the building and the business, obviously, and then he decided, I'm going to sell that, that one store, and it was at Beltline and Coit Road, and that was the original Bike Mart in 1962. That's where it all started, and then um, he sold that to Jim Hoyt, and then Jim took, the, took it over, and, and he didn't name the store ever. It took him a whole year. Uh, to even and he was just answering the phone, Richardson Bite Mart, because it was the Richardson location. It was Bite Mart, it still had the name, so he wanted to kinda of keep that and the, and the and the previous owner didn't care. He said you can use that I guess and so they because they he didn't want to lose that association with that because he was the big guy in town and and um so long story short, he named it Rich organically named it Richardson Bitmart. And uh and that was in nineteen eighty. Uh, that's when all that happened. Just finished fifty seven years in November, so fifty eight for next year it's and we had a big fallout of bicycle shops go out of business in the, in the DFW area. Approximately 30% of the bike shops have gone out of business um, in about uh, 18 months. They just all went through this big reduction of, uh, of retailers. Amazon being a competition, um, them not changing with times. Um, a couple of them aged out. They were in their 60s, 70s. They, they couldn't sell the business. wasn't worth much. They just closed it. There are a lot of different reasons. A couple of them went bankrupt. Uh, and so there been a lot of changes uh for the last uh, eighteen months, and we so we were just coming out of that. we survived that storm, thank God, and uh happy to be here today
0: so what kind of sets you all apart in that case makes you special and um and able to withstand that do you think
1: uh, god 's grace <laughs> uh, it ain 't nothing we did special uh we had do have special. Uh, employees we've got 103 employees and we got some really really good people I'm very blessed to be able to have uh, these good people surrounded by good people Um, changing with the times listening to your staff of changes that are happening that need to happen changing with trends I think all that is a recipe for surviving and now um, retail changing and people are buying online and so forth and so if you if you're not changing you're you're getting left behind it's just a matter of time and who would have thought i mean you're not old enough to know but sears i grew up on sears <sighs> radio shack toys r us how could they close are you kidding me they're like staples they're like coca-cola how can they ever go out of business somehow somebody didn't change with the times and and uh history shows that and uh I, I like to call myself a CI person, continuous improvement. Mm-hmm. I'm a continuous improvement in business, continuous improvement in my marriage, continuous improvement in my being a father. I'm tr- continuing trying to improve. I'm not perfect, nobody is, but I always try to improve. And I'm, I know I can. I'm always trying to go to good to great, good to great. How can I get good to great? And I don't know how anybody else does it. I've only been, I've been blessed with one wife and two jobs, and I'm 53 years old. And I don't know, I've never been nowhere else. I don't know how everybody else does it. So uh, all I know what I know, and uh, I know and working hard and treating people fairly and and um, listening to others, was, you don't know, always to have the right answers. It's my responsibility at the end of the day. It's on my shoulders, but I, I, I listen and I learn.
0: What are maybe one or two of the changes that you've seen in the biking world in the last, um, you know, say, 5, 10 years?
1: Um... Less people, like millennials in in general, don't ride bicycles. They're not as active as uh, previous generations, um, or older generations, I should say. So when I grew up, getting a shiny red bike under the Christmas tree was like, ha! But now it's like the new shiny red iPhone, you know, underneath the Christmas tree, all right? So I got four kids. You've got young kids. Mine are all older, but um, my buddy is... uh, park director at Frisco, and 28% of the population in Frisco is under 18 years old. It's okay. a high, high population. But all the school sports, down. Running, down. Tennis, down. Football, always up. Texas, Texas. Right. So what does that tell me? Fewer people are doing, are being active. And so bicycles aren't any different. Uh, we had 9,000 bike shops in the U.S. in the Lance Armstrong days, I'll call them, Okay, the early 2000s. Today, there's 3,500. So, what happened? Well, fewer people are riding. It seems like more people ride bikes. It's my my feeling, as I see people riding and stuff and doing. But they're buying, they have different choices. They can buy online. They can do different things. And uh, so, those are the biggest changes I could say, is fewer people riding bicycles. The younger people ride bicycles. The older people are aging out. And so, they can't support the bicycle uh, as a sport. And uh, the uh, the other the other big thing I think that changes in five or ten years would be uh, more mountain biking. Mountain bike has kind of picked up, so you see a lot more people riding. People want to escape to the, to nature, and so and millennials millennials do like that uh, as a general rule. And uh, I shouldn't speak for all of them, but I, it, that's just a general encompass and and that's what the uh, um, Wall Street Journal, uh, Groups of medicine and so forth. And uh, so th- that's one thing that has helped, in because um, they like experiences. And uh, I've, got, I've got two millennials at home, and so I understand. And so they like experiences. They like to experience things. And so they like to do almost uh, a one-and-done or two-and-done thing, and not multi. You know, I've been very faithful to riding. I've started riding them when I was a pup. Still do it. I've never, oh, let's play football. Let's play soccer. I've never done nothing but cycling and, mm-hmm. and running. Mm-hmm. And it, a, so that's the only thing i've ever veered off of I've never played basketball, never did nothing else so um and that's uh, that way of thinking is different now with the younger people, and so they're they're into like let's try that let's try this and let's try that and it's just a different time.
0: What do you like about cycling
1: uh I like what I love about cycling it's therapy, you know I can clear my mind, I can go out and hit the road and get some vitamin D clear my brain if you got any stress the bicycle can can be a a great helper for that Uh, if you've got uh, challenges at home or uh, things that you're contemplating the bicycle tends to clear the brain pretty well so so i like it for the independency of that uh, of of uh, well helping that and being independent you can go out and do it uh, almost anywhere uh, anytime Uh, you can even ride inside take it inside a lot of people are doing indoor stationary uh, type training now, like uh, Peloton and those type things like that, people are doing those things uh, more and more. And it's getting people on bikes, and if you don't feel safe right outside, that's a good alternative. Or if you have kids, young kids, and keep the kids in bed, and go, I'm gonna do my workout, honey, and go there and do your workout. So it's it, you don't have to leave the home. Mm-hmm. Or they're taking a nap. So those are all good things. But getting on the bike is, uh, is exploring, it's uh, taking the stress off of life, help you refocus, yeah. Gives you good endorphins, mm-hmm makes me feel good. energizes me. So.
0: Well, like a lot of exercise. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exercise. I think yeah, anybody can absolutely. say that
1: for whatever they do. Yeah. Exactly. Just try to do something. Yeah. I told the kids, I said, you, you can do anything. If you're, if you're into basketball, I'm going to be the cheerleader on the side. I mean, if, if, you're, into, if you're into soccer, I'm going to be the cheerleader. But as long as you're doing something, you don't have to do cycle what Daddy did. And so I'm always into, into whatever they're into. And so it's the same thing. I said you just got to keep moving. It, it's important. It's important for you. It's a esteem thing. It builds self esteem. It builds confidence. It builds a lot of uh, a lot of good things to come out of that.
0: Well, shifting just a bit to um, from cycling in general to Richardson mm-hmm. specifically, what is um, interesting or different about owning a business in this city in particular? It, because you guys have several locations. So what, what makes the Richardson location in particular special, or what's special about this city?
1: It is very special, but it is our largest store, and it's in Richardson. This is where it all started. It happened. Richardson people are just amazing. They're healthy lifestyles. They're... Um, welcoming manners uh, it's a lot of families it is uh people like to shop local and support local businesses and we're very grateful for that because that's who we are a lot of people come in here I think we're owned by corporate and i say it's just my wife and i and and uh and the previous owners still involved some and uh and and i said it's and my daughter i got one or two of my kids working with us and uh and so it, it's it's a mid-sized company i wouldn't call it a small company anymore it's, it's getting to a mid-size i never heard that term but it's a uh, it's not uh, the mom and paw like it used to be. <laughs> but we have a store in Dallas, and we have a store, we opened in McKinney two years ago, and then Frisco opened up uh, in 2003, uh, 2004. It, and you keep thinking, well, this is gonna take this one down, but it never has. It's actually helped build the fire because these other stores, no matter if we had, they can't organically get this size. This store started off at 2,000 feet and it just organically got a little bigger. And we moved into this location, so Jim Hoyt, our founder, he when he he made this from dirt, and a lot of people come in here and think, oh, this is a little supermarket, and they remodeled it. He It was dirt. It was, it, the shopping center ended right here at Albertsons, which used to be next door here, and this was all cornfields. I mean, all the way across, Tom Thumb, Target, all that was just cornfields. And then as soon as we went in here, in 90, he built this Started built breaking ground on this in 97. Right after Christmas, we closed down the one in Beltline and moved to here. And then... Um, and we went from 13,000 feet down there. This is to 25,000, but it's been expanded two times since then. So now we're at 33,000, and some change, uh, feet, and it just kept organically just growing. And uh, so this Richardson means a ton to us. I mean, because it uh, there's nothing else like this, and there's nothing else like this in the in the in the nation actually. Uh, the, the owner of Trek Bicycle Company, largest bicycle company, said. This is the biggest bike shop, pure bike shops, in the world. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. We didn't start off. Our founders, Jim and Rhonda Hoyt, didn't start off go, We're going to be the biggest. It just organically happened. It was just being blessed, and it just got bigger. It just got bigger, and it it, it so Richardson means a lot to us because of. Uh, the acceptance and support and uh, the racing come out of here, a lot of racing. We have a lot of talent come out of here. Lance Armstrong started racing for the team. When I started working here in 89, he was racing on the team. He just he just was leaving within that next year. And then he went off just two years later and won the world championships. Oh, wow. And then he went off uh, that he fought cancer, and then he came back, and then he won the Tour de France in 99 at the time until they t- took his tours away, wins away. And and then we had uh, Chan McCrae, that was local Plano resident. We had Patrick McCarty from Allen. Uh, we, we've had several. There's been a couple more and I apologize I can't remember their names but they've come out of here they've made it to the pro series of uh, pro level racing which is there's only about 900 to 1100 pro cyclists in the world and uh, so it's a very small niche um, and it's very hard to be at that level. <laughs> so So even being the 11th 100th pro is, is really good compared to everybody else. And uh, so there's been a lot of racing that, that Richardson location specifically has supported. Uh, tens of thousands of dollars a year go back into the community, back into racing, back into kids, getting kids on bikes. We have a, a, a program um, through, it's called Matrix Soccer Club. It's a non-profit. And uh, we, we give them money, and there's volunteers in the club that help train kids and get kids on bikes and give them to the racing. And we develop these racers up to a certain level, like the Lance Armstrongs of sorts. And then once they get to 18 to 20 years old, then they, if, if they have wings, then they go, and they go off to college, and maybe they get a scholarships. So there's different colleges that have that. Or they, uh, they just go straight to the pros if they have it. If they don't have it, they had a good sport and they had a good time doing it, and they, they got mentored by others.
0: Well, that's so cool! Wow.
1: Yeah, Cedar Richardson's been great.
0: And yeah, the building itself is interesting because it's not just um, selling bikes. You have apparel, you have the service shop. So, can you talk a little bit about like the wide, you know, variety of things that y'all do in the space?
1: Yeah, we we do. We we we, we like to say we, the store was built on service, and it was it was, truly was built on service. And uh, so, what that means to you when you come in here. Um, we, we, we're non commissioned on this bike side of it. On the, so we're selling you product. We want to genuinely ask, treat you like a friend. What do you need? What are you riding? What are you doing? What's your goals? But let, let us help you. Let us create a relationship with you. And then we try, then we, then we put, when we ring up a sale, we put it under your name. In case you lose your receipt and you come bring it back in three months. Hey, I bought this for me three months ago and the, ship's, the, the, the shorts ripped. Great. Let me give you a new pair. I, I don't have a receipt. It's okay. I got your name. Pull it up. And it's got all your information. We can warranty it. No questions asked. Easy, one and done. um So there's that side of it, you know. And, and when you come in and, and, and find out, because we have over 1,100 bikes on the floor, it's overwhelming out there, right? It's confused. It can be very challenging and overwhelming. So we, we asking you all these questions. Test riding with you out back, showing you how to work the gears. Showing you how to get off and on the bike properly, showing you to get the seat height properly height so your knees don't hurt, your hands don't hurt, your shoulders don't hurt, your back doesn't hurt. Everybody has little complaints. If they haven't been properly sized to a bike, they'll come to me and they'll go, My hands hurt every time I run a bike. You're just not sized to it properly. You just hopped on it and rode it. You need to be sized, it needs to be adjusted so the handlebars are the right height and the right depth. Seat needs to be up just where it needs to be you Oh, my knee always hurts. Oh, my back always hurts. It's, it's an adjustment problem. It's not the bike doing it. It's just, you're not properly adjusted to the bike. And so we spend that extra time, whether you spend a, a $300 bike or, or $3,000 bike, it's, we, we do the fa- same fit processes here. So our service is, I'm really proud of that. So if you need, if you come in here and you need a wider handlebar because you have broad shoulders, then we'll put a wider hammer on it to make sure that bike, you have a good experience. I want you riding ride the bike to wear out the tires so you can come back and buy more stuff from us, you know, <laughs> and uh, wear it out. And so we do those extra steps. Or if you need a, a, a wider seat or a narrower seat or if you need a thicker seat, we'll change it out. If there's a price difference, we'll charge you the difference. But uh, those are the things we do that's, that makes us uh, who we are. And then uh, then the service department itself is amazing. We fixed all, we fix all brands of bikes. So if you come in here with a, a Walmart, it's okay. You can come in with a, with, a, with a Toys R Us bike or whatever, a garage sale bike, a dad's old bike, or whatever, grandma's old bike. It doesn't bring it in. We, we fix and repair all brands at all makes at all levels. Uh, we restore bikes from the 30s and 40s, uh, 1930s and 1940s bikes. We do them once, twice, three times a year. We get people bring them in. It's a pleasure doing those. Those are fun. Uh, but our service department is bar none. They are, I don't know, I think we had up the other day. It was 180 years' worth of experience back here with all these guys i have been here. Our average tenured employee is is 16 years. Wow. So people come and stay, and it, it's a good place to be. We, we we take care of our employees really well, and, and they take care of us really well. And, and uh, we're grateful for each other. It's a great relationship. Um, and if you love bikes, you'll love working here because it's it's a, something you can do for a long time. Um, get paid decent living and, and love what you do.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what had happened with mine. My dad had given me one that he'd gotten at a garage sale years ago, and um, I had kept having children and couldn't ride, you know, when I was (laughs) pregnant. And um, So finally it had kind of gotten worn out, so I brought it in, and, yeah, they— Gave me a lot of information about it and, yeah, fixed it up great and right. ready to go and all this, yeah, that I, I had no idea. They were like, it's a pretty good bike. and it's, All right. You know, so, yeah. See
1: there? It worked out good. It and, really
0: did, yeah. And, and,
1: and then as far as accessories go, we do all the accessories you ever need for your bike. If you ever mm-hmm. need, uh, you mentioned that, uh, we have apparel. We have a whole room over there just apparel, anything you put on your body. So, we have helmets. We have Cycling shorts with padding in the bottom. they're probably the number one complaint I hear people: "I don't like run my bike because my butt hurts every time I run my bike." Well, a good pair of padded shorts takes it away. Huh. And you don't want to buy a cheap pair. When I say, I say a good pair, there's a good difference in it. Going to going to Dick's or Academy and getting a pair of thirty dollars spandex shorts with padding in them. You need to get something. There's good shorts, so your butt's worth it. So get a good pair, and in um, and your bottom, it will change your whole environment um, of, of riding. Um, so we have we have cycling shoes for cycling, and, and what makes them special is they're stiffer. Um, a regular old tennis shoe flexes like that when you pedal. So you're losing speed, you're, you create a hot spot on your foot, you create a little crampy foot. Uh, with a cycling shoe, they're built real stiff so they don't flex at all. So when you pedal the bike, it actually s- stays, s- stays flat. And so you're actually pedaling more efficiently and you're keeping your feet from hurting. Um, then we have gloves. Glorified workout gloves, you'd work out if you were going to the gym. But they have padding pad in the palms, so that way your hands won't go numb. Fingers won't go numb. Um, so if you have arthritis or sensitive hands or whatever, gloves are your best friend. Um, and then we have cycling jerseys that you wear and they're tighter fitting than normal. Um, and the the idea behind that is if it's a hot summer day, the jerseys close to your skin. So when you sweat, the, the sweat soaks into the material and it pulls up to the surface of the material and the wind comes through, it blows it and it keeps it dry. So it keeps you dry as you ride and cool. So that's the idea behind wearing those tighter shirts and tighter pants, um, or or shorts. Course they have baggy ones too and they don't work as well in the summer but uh some people don't feel comfortable in a tight shirt or tight shorts so it's fine we got baggy shorts and baggy shirts but the same idea it, it's it's made out of cool max and uh and lycra uh to help uh, wick away the sweat to keep you drier and more comfortable and then um what else we have we have glasses sunglasses from oakley and different bike companies that wrap around your face so when you when you're riding you don't have stuff riding hitting your eyes whether it be a, a dust or you know, the sun coming through your glasses or whatever, it uh, it keeps the wind and and, uh, and debris from hitting your eyes, so they're wrapped, they're more of a form fit around your face. And uh, so there are specific sunglasses to ride with. And uh, we have we have locks and cables to lock your bike up with. We have car racks to... A lot of people say, well, I want to go ride my bike, and I want to take my bike. So if you want to go mountain biking, probably the best, most well-known bike trail is DFW Airport. It's out there by Lake Grapevine. And if you... Like yourself, you've got three kids, and you got two, so you got five of y'all. I need five bicycles getting the get in the car. That's going to be kind of hard to do. So we have great racks that go in the hitch of the car, or on top of the roof, or maybe put two in the back. You know, whatever. We've got different options to kind of get you going there. And we install all of our racks for free to anybody that buys one. Show you how to use it. Make sure you're comfortable how to use it. Uh, we assemble it and um, put a bike on there show you, make sure you know how to mount it so you don't get home and the bike flies off and it goes oh, I forgot I don't know how to strap it down or whatever <laughs> we help you do all that so um, and we also have used bikes so if you have if you have kids and, and or yourself and you grow out of it the kids grow out of it and you want something different better whatever you can take your bike and we, we'll give you a trade in like with a car you bring it into the dealership and you take it to the service department that's exactly what you do here and you, and you say I want to trade this in and in 5 or 10 minutes they'll give you a price uh, and, and and they will give you that. And you can apply that money towards the purchase of whatever bike you want to buy. So we have gently used bikes, and we take trade-ins uh, for a nice one. We're always looking for, to recycle some old bikes and take them. And, and the ones we can't fix, um, sometimes they're not worth fixing. It's a point. It's like a total, like a car. Mm-hmm. Insurance company says, you know what? It's not worth fixing that car. Let's just give you, new, let's give you money for it. We'll do the same thing. We'll give you 20 30 bucks 30 for that old Huffy or that old bike. It just ain't worth fixing. But what we will do with it, we'll donate it to a 501c nonprofit that President Bush is involved with. It's, uh, it's called Spokes for Folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another called Bikes for Tykes. And there's two different organizations. They're both 501c nonprofits. We donate to them. They'll take parts off those and put them on bikes that do need, parts, bikes that do need those so they can make good bikes out of them and give them to boys and girls clubs around town. Great organizations. They give thousands of bikes away every year. And so that's a recycled type thing. So throw it in the trash, bring it up here. Hmm. We'll take any donated bike. You got something in the old garage, bring it up. We'd like to to give it to them.
0: Um, When you mentioned the group rides, Mm -hmm. are there any other events or any other things like that that you have that you offer that are going on or coming up soon?
1: Uh, We have group rides every Saturday uh, from the Richardson store uh that are um there's some seven rides i believe there's seven rides anywhere from beginner pace that 13 miles and we have all the way to 70 miles and you pick your poison and there's an employee that leads each of these so we we pay these employees to ride their bicycle yes they're semi-professionals for the day or for for a few hours and they ride with you and they will wait with you they will give you a little bit of a show you how to ride the road properly how to pass each other properly how we take a lane properly how we get off and on the bike properly, you know, at stopping and going and all that stuff. There's a lot of little things that we know as cyclists we do this all the time that the average person may not know, but don't be intimidated to show up. They're free. As long as it's 45 degrees or warmer, um, the beginner ride takes off every Saturday um, and it has to be dry. If it's 45 and below and dry, we will have all the other rides. But the beginner ride is is only if it's it's got to be pretty warm and, and pretty dry because beginners usually don't have all the extra clothing and stuff. Uh, and so the rides get people on bikes, and I, we believe you're safer in numbers. And you're and it's just like doing anything else in a group. If you're in a group, if you're going to go work out at the club or go run by yourself, it's it's harder. It's good to have somebody with you to help motivate you to kind of go. Hey, good job, keep going, get one more set or whatever. It, it's the same type of thing in cycling. You, you want to be. Held accountable a little bit, like, oh, you're gonna be there at nine o'clock. Be a bike mart. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna ride. We're gonna ride thirty miles. Now, you better not sleep in like you did last week. And so now you're accountability a little bit. So now you're. So if you have a friend with you, or you end up meeting people up here, we all have the same common interest um, of of riding and for fitness and being and being safe in numbers. Um, so Texas law says if there's three or more riders, two or more lanes on each side of the road, then we could take up a full lane. Hi. So in other words, you and I could go right out here on Coit, and maybe one other person, we need three people, to go right down Coit or Camel Road right now, and and we could take up the lane. That's why you see that right, bikes may use full lane now. You see those signs around town in Richardson here, and you see them in Plano, you see them in McKinney. They're all over. Uh, and it's uh, it's a little bit of awareness. Like cars in, you know, 20 years ago would think, oh, you can't take up a whole lane. You can't do that. Well, yeah, you can. That's I don't make the laws. I, I'm just, I'm, just <laughs> I'm embracing them. And we can do that by taking three or more riders, two more lanes, and that's why we like the group rides. Or, or if you have a couple of friends you're going to ride with, ride with a couple of people. You're safer in numbers. It's more. It's more fun. Um, it's um, it um, it it just makes it a better experience.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, one thing I I also ask everybody is, what is your favorite Richardson business or place? Anything else you'd like to give a shout out to in the city?
1: As far as restaurants go, I'd say cappuccinos across the street mm-hmm. is excellent they're really they're locally owned really good made from scratch Italian food I know a lot of people stay away from carbs nowadays but I love my carbs because I'm an exercise junkie and I get to do that see I get to eat all these carbs and get to go burn <laughs> them off so it's a win-win so I love those guys I like uh, Seconds and Surplus is a really good business over there Arapahoe and 75 Toyota Richardson is a great great company um, and also the uh, the uh, uh, Jeep Ram of Richardson right next door to him uh, those are all good people too Run on next door uh the good people uh, I have State Farm insurance I love State Farm and I know they moved here so we we're grateful for them they have a lot of employees that shop with us and uh, they got over 8500 employees I think at this this location over here in Richardson oh, wow. and uh yeah it, it, um, one of our um friends wife works over there and they said 8500 employees I went, wow just for State Farm mm-hmm. so um our friends at Blue Cross and Blue Shield are excellent too. We love those guys. It's about all I can think nice. of right at the no, top of head. Fine. Yeah, and yeah. Is there
0: anything else about the city, owning a business here, or just cycling in general that I haven't asked you that you wanted to, to touch on?
1: Uh, yeah, get out and explore. I mean, Rich, City Richardson has been very good about the parks. Are excellent here. There's the the bike lanes. To be quote-unquote bike-friendly, which is a uh, a standardization of of how many miles of paths you have between uh, the bike path sidewalks you see, and on-the-street striping, is really hard to get. There's only two cities in all of Texas that have bike-friendly status. Richardson, Texas is one of them. Not even Plano, Texas has it. They're wow. trying to get it.
0: <laughs> What's the other one?
1: Uh, Austin. Okay. Austin has nice. it. Austin has a really good friendly commute. If you mm-hmm. ever go down there, you see a lot of people commuting downtown in that area. They have a lot of bike lanes. Uh, so Austin has it. Richardson has it. Uh, and so we have the bike friendly status, which is very hard to get. Uh, so get out and explore that because there's trails and uh, whether you have a two or three, four-year, five-year-olds in the young family, you want to get out on the sidewalks, those are the best places. There's UTD, uh, the Cottonwood Trail. Uh, there's um, um, even around the, uh, the, around State Farm over there, um, of their renter and, and planter road. I'm trying to remember the name of that, that trail. There's a trail there that's it's beautiful. Um, and uh, you can get back in those woods and just ride with your families and feel safe and secure. Uh, the other thing you mentioned earlier about events, we have a really cool ride, something for everybody. We have a ride called the Super Bowl ride. So every year the, the Super Bowl happens, right, football. And so I don't know who started it, but I get to, I get to ride in it uh, most every year. And we, we'll meet here, uh, all the different bike shops, they'll, they'll have their friends and family and, and, and customers will meet at their favorite shop. And they all ride down to downtown Dallas. We break bread and we ride back. And so it's it's done in the morning. Super Bowl is always around five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and so we'll do this uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, in the morning. So you have to skip church or whatever how you end up doing it. Go to, go to Saturday church or whatever. And it's uh from here it's I think it's fourteen fifteen miles down there, 14, 15 miles back. And we take the Katy Trail. We take um, a lot of bike lanes getting down there. We take the White Rock Lake Trail, some of it. We take a little bit. Of, we wiggle ourselves down there through different ways. some of it is on the street, but it's kid friendly. It's free. Um, you just have to pay for your meal, and just, it's just a tradition, and, and it's pretty cool to see. You know, we've all seen those motorcycle riders; they all take the teddy bears downtown or wherever they're taking them to a fundraiser. That's what it looks like. You get that vibe of everybody's riding their bicycles down to downtown Dallas, and we eat at Dick's Last Resort, and um, and there's a couple different restaurants people will eat at, but Dick's is kind of the main uh, place to eat at. And there's two, three, four hundred people that meet down there, and at different times, some people ride from Fort Worth, they ride from Arlington, they ride from. Oak Cliff. They ride from, i ride all the way from Frisco. I think there's groups ride from Frisco, people ride from uh, McKinney. And they'll all congregate down there, eat, come back.
0: Isn't that cool that we're one of only two Texas cities to achieve bike-friendly status? I love that, and it makes me want to ride even more often. We've now had three great experiences with Richardson Bike Mart, purchasing our two daughters' first bikes there and having one restored as well. We'll have links to their website in the show notes, and you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram and at thisisrichardson.com. I'm Tiffany Norris. Thanks for listening. This is Richardson as part of the On The Go FM Network.